1: Yeah, Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing, his head spinning Just kidding, every word in this song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Hello and welcome to a little thing we like to call The Wolf and Owl Podcast Yo, uh, you're listening now to The Wolf and Owl A little bit of chat, a little bit of emails A little bit of the same thing every week according to one I <laughs> uh, hope you
0: enjoy. You know what I'm loving today what? is the uh, the camo vibe that's spilled out onto my screen.
1: Yeah, I don't know about this, because I've gone camo hoodie, camo hat. Is it a bit matchy-matchy?
0: Yeah. You look like um, the uh, the guy who's always chasing the A-team. Oh, no. Right. But- can't remember his name, now, General Pilchard or something right, like that. Okay. Well, let's answer that no. question about
1: whether I look good. <laughs>
0: no, no, you did. No, you look sick. You you hold it well, mm. but it, it, that's what that's what it. Might yeah, but be nobody's like. gone. You've
1: nobody goes. Oh, do you know what? Oh, like you... I I just want a man who's sexy, like the guy that chases the A team. <laughs>
0: or you look General like one of the Pilchard.
1: extras. From... <laughs> you look like one of the extras from Mash. Okay, okay. <laughs> i are already getting an idea of what you're going to be like. <laughs> no, I'm you know, just sometimes when like, I when, like I, when you... I used to be a teacher. Like one of the things that used to affect how the kids behave is if it was really windy outside, there'd be a nightmare. Right. And you and you get right. you get I I don't know, I don't know, mate. It's Just something about the wind that gets them all. Well, is that up. a scientific thing? I don't know if it's scientific, but it's a, it's a commonly accepted sort of it's a perceived wisdom amongst teachers that if it's windy outside, the kids will be badly behaved. Oh my, that is incredible. And I would say the way you've the way you've come into this podcast it's, it's like it's windy outside is how i describe no
0: but that is genuinely one of the most fascinating things you've ever said like, that's one of the most fascinating just, things i've ever said no no just the thought of you and all the other sort of like teachers just uh, no, like... No,
1: let me just stop you there let me just stop you there let me just stop you there i know what you're about to do okay you're about to go, you know, you're going to walk into the staff room oh no, it's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit windy out there, we could have a nightmare in the classroom. Something like that. Is
0: that right? No, I was going to actually say, I was going to turn around, right, and paint it. Look, the thing about, it, I see what you've done, right, you've counteracted what I was going to do. No, but
1: but that what is, you what, that is pat- what
0: you were going to do though, isn't it? Yeah, there's a version of that. I, I would have painted the scene a little bit more. Okay, vividly, go on, go on. You, right? let's hear your
1: version. Okay. okay.
0: It's the end of break time, right? You're just going to the toilet in the, uh, like, do you share a toilet with the kids or do you have, like, your own staff toilets? Yeah, one
1: of the things that f- schools famously do is allow the teachers to use the same toilet as the kids, yeah. Yeah. That that way, do you know what? increases court cases and shit like that. <laughs> no, no, but i What I've the never... fuck are you talking about? Why would the, so why what, do would you... teachers be using the same toilets as the kids? Are you
0: mad? Do you know what? If, if I'd ever known a teacher was going to be in the, the toilets when I was a kid and he was having a poo... I would definitely have got the wet toilet paper and thrown it over the top.
1: When I was a teacher, um, there was one toilet, one staff toilet. that not, like they built a new block near my offices. And um, they there was just a toilet that they put in there that none of the other teachers knew about. So was, I effectively had my own private toilet to go and have a shower. Wow. It was... It. Was, it it was one of the highlights of my working life, knowing that that toilet was there. It was just incredible. Nobody else knew about it, and I didn't mention it to anybody. Did you? What did you have your own office when you were a teacher? Well, I was head of six form, so yeah, I had my own office. Oh I didn't even know you reached those dizzy heights. Yeah, I did. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh mate. Yeah. head of six forms like the easiest one as well. Sound six form, something like that. Uh, no, yeah, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, head of six is like it's very different to being the other head of year you, because you're not really. I mean, you'd have to deal with a bit of. Uh, behavior management but most of it was kind of
0: um yeah but most of the time the, the thing about sixth form mate is i realized i didn't go to six form but the people who stayed on were the people who really loved school and wanted to be there
1: like e- every other no, year no, you're going to get it's not true really that's true for some of them a lot of them were just doing it to avoid kind of their parents said you've got to stay on so they stayed on i'd we had one kid right who um this asian kid who was like just he, he'd stayed back and obviously like with I don't want to sort of generalise too much, but Asian parents have this expectation that you. A lot of a lot of them have this expectation that you're going to go to college, you're going to go to uni and whatever, right? So a lot of these kids aren't suited for that, you know, not that they, you know, they, they they shouldn't be doing that, but because that's the expectation, they end up doing it, right? So there's this one, there's this one kid who um, who stayed on for sixth form and he was just like fucking about left, right, and centre. Like every teacher was coming and complaining to me, this guy's a nightmare. This guy's a nightmare. So I called him in and I said, look, this is a problem. I'm going to write... Was it a leather jacket moment? Yeah, turn, like the, cool. turn the chair around. Tell me yeah. why are we <laughs> so blind to see? Um, no. <laughs> I,
0: um, I can imagine all the kids walking around going, oh, my God, Mr Ranganathan's got his Jordans on today. He's going to tell someone off.
1: <laughs> Now listen, listen. Let me lay down a few facts for you about this current situation. Okay, uh, no, so I said to him, like, you're gonna have to. All your hair all slicked back like Michael Cully. I'd have shaved head. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Number two all over. Oh wow. And a beard. Yeah, but like a little sort of uh colour me bad '90s R and B beard. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh my god, really? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious. Oh. That's like a step up from a ghost. Oh, God, you look really, you look really sort of disappointed there.
0: (laughs) Because I thought you'd be like, I don't know, I've always thought of you as being like walking around a school, being like the kind of like sort of cool unkempt teacher, like sort of the only one, like the headmaster might have to turn around and go, Mr. Reagan, can you tuck your shirt in, please? Mm. It sounds like you were pretty sort of trim and sort of like trying to be cool.
1: Trust me on that, wasn't trim.
0: (laughs) No, but you were trying to be sort of like, you were quite sort of like, Smart and sort of dapper in a way.
1: Stush. This is the word you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, did, I One of my problems, actually. Speaking of shirts tucked in, is I, I just didn't. Um. I, now I think I was probably wrong, but at the time I just thought the kids' uniform was so low down on my list of things that I gave a shit about. But we had to. You had to maintain. You, you know If you got spotted walking past kids without telling them to smart enough, if they weren't smart, that was a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? You had to constantly be on them to tuck their shirts in and stuff like that, and I get, it. I do get it, but I, at the time I didn't care.
0: Anyway, like, from what I'm, I remember, teachers being like that to me when I was at school, and thinking, "You look like fucking, you look like diarrhoea dog shit." Wow, you are like smashed the fucking whoa, like... whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, 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 diarrhoea
1: dog shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but all like fucking splattered and un- unkempt, right? Do you know what I mean? I remember looking at them and thinking, "Who the fuck? Who, why are you? T- why are you telling me to smarten up? Take care of your own order first. Yeah. Sure. Did you say that? Uh, no, it's just sort of usually just laugh and go, yeah, whatever. Oh, my God. I, and then I, what? Look I, I at your really... mates for sort of approval. Did you see what I said to him? <laughs> he asked me to tie my shirt and I said, yeah, whatever. Yeah, was, yeah we, heard, play... we heard Tom. We heard Tom. I usually playing on my own, like
1: with toys in the car. <laughs> anyway, there's, just this, there's this kid that was, like, messing around, right? right. And I, I, I sent a letter home to his parents, to his mum. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Tom, Tom, I'm the fucking head of six Form, bro. I'm not like, what? what? Seriously, right? Yeah, what? Right. I respect and
0: love you with, with an infinite amount. This is the first time I'm going to say this. Like, come on, man, it's a pussy move.
1: What, what, like so what, what should I do? Parents, what should I do? Beat the fuck out of him. What do you want me to do? No, get him in the room and just fucking no, thrash I, yeah, it out, No, I did man. thrash it. Man no, man. I did thrash it out. I did thrash it out.
0: Oh. oh, please, you need to bloody help me. I can't deal
1: with it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so obviously I'm a pussy because I sent a letter home right to the fucking beating him up in my office. So <laughs> no,
0: you didn't beat him up. You should have sat down and go, what's going on with you, bro? Yo, listen to me. Do you know what, Tom? I do like do you, you know what, Tom?
1: This is exactly how I know you've never fucking worked in a school. The, the idea, but you would... This is fucking absolute... This is what people that don't work in education say. Do you know what What I don't understand about teachers? Like, just sit down and have a face-to-face chat with them. Get it sorted. It doesn't fucking work like that. All right? So anyway... What I did turns out didn't work either, right? I sent a letter home. Right. He's carried on fucking about. I sent another yep. letter home. He carried on fucking about. I then sent a letter home saying, if a teacher complains about him again, I'll ask him to leave sixth form. Right. Send another. Send that letter home. He continues fucking about. So I call. Oh I call. I, He's testing you, bro. Yeah. So I call his mum in. Right. Into the into the office. She brings a neighbour because she doesn't speak English. Right. So she brings a neighbour with her to be a translator. Sits down with me, and basically what has happened is his mum cannot understand English, right? So right. when the letter's been coming home, she said, what does this letter say? And he's told it's, he's been receiving a commendation for his... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So every letter that came home, he said, oh, my God. It's another thing from Mr. Raggedy for the sixth form saying, oh, brilliantly, I'm doing it.
0: <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you what, that boy is a
1: legend. Yeah, I was i was actually impressed.
0: No, I, I'm like, I wish to God, like, now that, you know, because you, you, my parents had, like, no esteem for, for me at all during school. Mm. Like, if a letter came through the door, they wouldn't even have to open it, my mum would be shouting down upstairs, like, what the fuck have you done now? Mm. Like, I, I had such a low bar of, of, like, what I was like, what I was like, I was on report nearly the whole of my school life, mm. right? Mm. But what this kid's done... I'm like that kid, literally. I bet, like, I could just imagine you being like, "Oh, well, I'm going to send another bloody letter home and see how you like that." And he's like, "Oh no, please don't." And then he's yeah. like, "Oh my god, if only this guy knew." Yeah.
1: Anyway, that day I kicked him out. So I didn't. I mean, it was. Oh, you kicked him out of sixth? Yeah. Well, you didn't give him any credit for
0: his. Oh yeah, no,
1: sorry, mate. Well done for mistranslating to your poor mother. So your poor immigrant mother that can't understand English. Yeah, oh yeah, you can stay. Well done, you little tinker. Okay, <laughs> you win this one. No, mate, I fucked him off, mate.
0: You should have got him in the office and turned around and said, listen, young man, right? If you showed as much intelligence and verve with like your schoolwork as you have with dealing with me, I think you could
1: be the like you could be operating a mass company one day. Mm. Uh, uh, listen, I probably could have said that to him. The the thing is, what, I, I, it's not that he was useless. It's that he didn't want to do A levels. Do you know what I mean? Like he, yeah. I'm not saying he wasn't intelligent. I'm not saying he was. He wouldn't go on to have a great future, but he he didn't want to do what he was doing. Do you, do you ever think about him more? no? I wonder what he's doing now. No, I, I, listen. A, a lot of those, I'm, I'm I was being deliberately being a prick there. A lot of those in, interactions you have, you do think did I get you know now even now every now and again I think fuck did I get that one right did I do that if you bumped into him in the street yeah like now. How would you handle that? Well, the truth is, I've had, I've had, I've bumped into people I kicked out of sixth form a few times. And I would say, well, I've had a couple of them say, oh, you kicked me out. And they're sort of being a bit, like, sort of a bit shitty about it. Most of them, I'm not, I'm not lying now, genuinely, most of them say to me, it, it was exactly the kick up the backside I needed. I wasn't enjoying it there. I was just floating through. And I went on to do something else that I much preferred doing. So.
0: And when you feel that, do you feel like a sense of pride within of yourself? No,
1: I don't. Really? Well, look, I'm happy for them that it worked out. But the truth is, it's like I don't. I didn't, you know, you, you, you make your best estimate, don't you? It's, there's no science to it. You just sort of think, I hope that this is the right thing I'm doing. So when they say I that. I would
0: be, always be back in like the underdog. That would be my thing if I was working at a school. What does that mean? Well, I'd always be like, you know, all the good kids, I'd just let on get on with their shit. Mm. But I'd be like, you know, I'd be going, look, you've got something in you, mate, that could. You could smash life. I think that would be... I'd probably care too much. And like... No, you're right. I didn't
1: care. You're right. You're right. No, you're <laughs> no, right. No, no you're no, right. No, I'm I, not saying I, you didn't I, care. I, worked, I worked in teaching for nine years. You didn't do a single fucking day, and you're the one that cares about kids. You're right. No, you're right. <laughs> no, I'm such no, a prick. You're right, you. you're right. <laughs> no, what I'm saying to
0: you, if you listen to me, yeah. you say, I can imagine you were, like, fucking lurking about our homework club, like, with all the, like, the boffins, Right. And you're all like, oh yeah, blooming, oh yeah, we'll go to school camp and whatever, right? I'd have seen like the little bit, the diamond in the rough, and gone, oh, I think I, I think there's a chance here because I was that diamond in the rough, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm sure. I'm sure you would have done. I'm, I'm sure you would have done.
0: Did you have to do the bit at the end where you did like um, give the certificates uh, out and shake everyone's hand?
1: Yeah, no. graduation. No, well, we went. To, I used to get a six form prom, obviously, to like say goodbye to all the six formers. Um, oh my god! What did you get dressed up? We had to. I wore a tux. <laughs> you didn't, did you? You have to. Everybody's wearing a tux. <laughs> we took. That's how it was. What do you mean to do? If did I'm, you do rock up in did slacks? Did you DJ or anything? No. Did you DJ? Uh, what I would listen. What I would say to you, genuinely, I'm not just saying this. I would always like play the background in know because obviously it's not my night. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I would turn up in a tux to to be there to say goodbye to the kids but you're it's their night there were some yeah. there were some members of staff that would get on the mic do you know what I mean would oh, like no. I remember I don't want to say cuz they probably listened to this but there were some members of staff that would like sort of go up and you know address the crowd some people would do like poems about what they thought about oh my god <laughs> fuck
0: like, i would they turn up like that would be like, I think that's a real, you've had a right record there, haven't you? If you're waking up on the, the day after the school oh. prom and you're like, oh no, that poem that oh, I wrote. And also, the, really and the, other thing,
1: the other thing that happened is a lot of staff would get pissed. Because like, yeah, the, the sixth one. formers would be like, like they want to buy you shots to say thank you for the year and all this shit. Do you know what I mean, they're all like 18, 19. And you just got to be careful. The number, mate, I used to see like, <laughs> see, I remember of staff no. stumbling out of the sixth form prom. It was so embarrassing, man. Jeez. <laughs>
0: That's I add to it again that you've 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 reinstated your my respect for you there.
1: What do you mean I, re, reinstated? <laughs> what was happening? No, I've it... done nothing wrong. By the way, I stand by everything I've talked about here. But for some reason, yeah. for some right. reason, right. what I've done has upset you As I kicked out a kid that didn't want to be in six form out of six form. That's like, oh no, you know what I would have done? I would have polished that diamond, I would have found a shine in him. No, you fucking wouldn't. Right? He wasn't supposed right. to be at six form. Okay? Right. That wasn't Listen, the right place All I'm place place saying is him. this, right? Look,
0: all I'm saying, yeah, okay. And what I'm saying to you now, right, is I respect you more, because I thought you were going to say, oh, then, like, you know, it got to the 6-4 prom, and I'd do one of my raps, and I'd, like, have a laugh with everyone. And I was like, oh, actually, I respect the fact that you didn't do that.
1: Yeah, I didn't. You, you're, you're talking like you, you think I did, and I'm lying about it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I will say this. Yeah. We have had evidence on this podcast
0: of you rapping <laughs> and, like, <laughs>
1: That was, in, that was in a lesson. That was in a lesson.
0: No, no, but, yeah, in a lesson, it's a more of, like, you know, a lesson is slightly, is less outrageous doing a rap at the school prom than it is.
1: Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe
0: you're right. My only, my only like, s- sequence of events is, do you know what uh, I thought of this week? I was uh, out taking the dog out for a walk, and um, I saw some scouts. Um, were you ever in the scouts? No. My mum pushed me into the scouts. That
1: insisted I went to the scouts. That says a lot about what you were like as a child. (laughs) So go on. How long were you a member of the scouts for? About on and off for about
0: two years. Like on and off, I'd pop in and out. Yeah, if I if I
1: oh no, you didn't you didn't leave the scouts and then occasionally pop back in to say hello to the old crew, did you? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what have
0: you been up to? <laughs> yeah, nothing much to go to school <laughs> That literally is a fucking thirteen year old, 13. thirteen. You've done nothing else in your life. <laughs> oh, I thought you'd left. Yeah, I did for a little bit, I <laughs> got grounded and shit, but no, I thought I'd come back and give it another go. So you guys
1: I, you guys are still here doing the same old things? Well how's the count getting on you you Still working on
0: that, not are you? I'll smash that out <laughs> No, do you know what? I never got any badges? Really?
1: Oh yeah, no, I, why? I,
0: I never got one. Because I was just really bad at stuff,
1: yeah. But are there badges for like you know correctly assembling like a fire or something? You don't even have to light, yeah. yeah, it. But
0: I was never really good at anything like that. What do you mean? I was I, my heart was ever I used to like the chat, I used to like the banter, right?
1: So there's no banter badge in the scouts or like being a no, being no, a, no, being no, a no, friendly no. scout or anything. There's no badge. Well,
0: they, I'll tell you what, right? So our main scout leader, so obviously, like, yeah, but we had a guy called Sucky, right? Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> Please, please, that can't be real. <laughs> It was, I Your swear. scout leader was called <laughs>
1: Sucky. <laughs> yeah. Fuck
0: oh. off. <laughs> I swear he was. Right. And he was like, <laughs> he, was Im- <laughs> he was as you could imagine, he was as you can imagine, most scout leaders are. Like, right. Very like, Nancy. professor-like no, professors. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: one of the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: like, so your, was, mum, t- your was...
1: mum said, I want you to get a scout. And your dad, dad, dad your dad, your dad, your dad went, Do you know what? I've heard a bit, I don't know about scouts, you know, it's like, is it a bit weird? And then you turn up and you go, I want my son to join scouts. And this guy turns and goes, Hello, I'm Sucky. (laughs) Well, dad found it funny. Well, dad used to sort of make a joke, I was Sucky, all (laughs) right?
0: Sucky uh, sucky was like a little bit like you in some ways, right? Because I was probably like that boy in your scout, uh, in your school, in in the sixth form who was always like messing around and stuff, Mm, right? mm. Never took scouts seriously. The sucky sort of used to sort of try and get me to leave. But that's where I dug my heels in. Like, Jenny, this is one, two true true stories of like my scout's career. One time I fell asleep in the tent. I woke up, right? And I was down the bottom of the hill. Like someone had rolled me out of the tent. (laughs) I just woke up, right? I woke up in the morning and I was just down like the bottom of this. Like I'd come out of the tent and I was just literally in the bottom of the hill. How far was the tent away from
1: the hill initially? Uh, Probably about... Ten car lengths. So they got you all the way down the bottom of the hill. That's not how they did Stonehenge. <laughs> I was in a sleeping bag, I was in a sleeping bag, So it probably just rolled me. I'd imagine. Yeah. No, I get. Yeah. No, I didn't think they stood you up and walked you like a fucking puppet. <laughs> like they're making an Ardman production. <laughs> Stop motion. In- <laughs>
0: In nineteen ninety two.
1: Oh God, that's uh, bad, man. Yeah, and what's the other one? We
0: we had like we we were doing some camp thing and we were down in Bristol and uh they had like one minibus, but there was not enough room for all the scouts in this minibus, right? right? right, right. So all the cool kids, all the cool scouts got on the first minibus, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and everyone else had to walk for a while and the minibus was gonna come and pick us up. Yeah. I got really annoyed because I wasn't on the like I didn't even make the fucking call cool scouts. Yeah. Know and, know, I like, and I can't and fine. I
1: imagine cool in the world of scouts is a pretty low bar. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean there was a guy called Paul Wood, he was like the fucking chief cool guy. Um,
1: it's funny how it's funny how, well two things are funny. One, how you continue to need to see name people. And secondly, it's funny how you do remember the names of those people that were sort of the absolute social elite when you were that age, right? You never forget those people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul Wood, John Crowley, otherwise known as Dor. Yeah, from them all in. Um, yeah, why not? Why not
1: name the whole group? <laughs>
0: right, but they all got on, right? Yeah. All slightly older, boys. Mm. Anyway, I got the ump because I wasn't one of them. So whenever everyone was walking to Bristol, uh, I just like, got a stomp on, on my own like, and just sort of like, kept on walking and ended up getting, like, like lost on my own. Like, basically just sort of, like, I walked down the side of a motorway and then just basically cut down, and then I was just like, oh, I need to just basically, like... Where's,
1: where's Sucky when all this is happening?
0: I'd stormed off, because I'd had an argument with Sucky, because I wasn't... I, I basically threw my toys out of the pram, oh. and then I just sort of stormed off in front of everyone, and I just kept walking as quick as I could. And I, didn't
1: Sucky chase after you? Uh,
0: no, no. Actually, I think Sucky sort of called after me a bit, and I probably told him to fuck off or saying.
1: Um Oh my like god, you told him to fuck off.
0: <laughs>
1: well, have, I go, don't know what go, I not know what I'd think about. Someone in a scout uniform <laughs> telling someone to fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, sucky! I've had enough <laughs> of this <laughs>
0: Right. So I storm off, right? I'm well in front of like the rest of the battalion, right? And from there I basically sort of end up getting myself lost. So I end up by the river, walking down the river bank, and just like all I can walk along is the river,
1: you get yourself to civilization. That's the old yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, and then like sort of like met hoping, a few you're hoping on the that way. maybe
1: you might get your river navigation badge out of this. Do you know what I mean if you?
0: Well, right, I was hoping I'd get some sort of navigation. Like genuinely, as a scout, this was probably I thought going to be my highest moment. Yeah. I get basically from the scout where we were staying to the bridge. You know, the big bridge as you're walking into Bristol. It's a really long bridge yeah, that goes yeah, into yeah. Bristol, right? I find my way there, right? As I'm coming across the bridge, like four police cars and the fucking Sucky in a big minivac bus all pull over. Is this true? Is this true? This is true. This is 100% true, right? God, you were a
1: fucking nightmare, weren't you?
0: Right. And I was like standing there and I was like, hey, no, I found my way to Bristol. Sucky had clearly been been crying, right? Um, The police are like, "Um, yeah, are you okay? What's happened? Where have you been? You know, know." I was like 12, do you know what I mean? And the whole of this fucking place. like, I walked down and I was quite a sort of confident kid. I'd been sort of chatting to people along the way, like, sort of like fishermen and whatever. They call my parents. Obviously, in my head, I'm like, just finding my way to Bristol. Why? So no, 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 no. What do you mean gone. in
1: your head you're finding your way to Bristol? You're on a scout expedition. You're 12 years old. You've told Sucky to fuck off, right? <laughs> and you think it's okay to just toddle off into Bristol? How can you? Yeah, how can look, you possibly think that's all right?
0: Well, number one, because we were playing Laser Quest, I wanted to get there and make sure, right? So, so you thought, oh yeah, in... they'll,
1: they'll assume I've gone ahead to Laser Quest. <laughs> they won't, they won't bother looking for me, so they're going to pack Mate, up and go. I thought, where's, where's, been, where's like, Tom? I don't know. He must, he must have walked all the way to Bristol. You think that's right, that's thought, what they're going to assume has happened?
0: <laughs> I thought in my head, I'd only been gone on for about forty-five minutes, right? Right. I've been on my own for four and a half hours. Jeez. Oh, right. So, clearly, even, like, that's sucky, it, that's, so
1: that's your timekeeping badge out the fucking window.
0: <laughs> I didn't have a watch with me, right. so clear, so Sucky's had to fucking like call the police because the kid's gone missing, right? Yeah, they've also had to call my parents. My mum's now freaking out. Um, it was like proper full on. Poor Sucky, like Sucky had a proper breakdown about it. I'm like, not surprised.
1: I am not surprised. There was another guy there called Scruff, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. I swear. Are you sure? Can I just ask: Is this a true story, or I are you are you just telling me stuff you saw in a fucking cartoon? I
0: swear, in my Sucky eyes. And,
1: this a Sucky and Scruff couldn't find Tom. Where could he have got to? <laughs> I, I swear that that's, that was their name. Scruff's real name it? was Ian. Where's Tom? Sucky. I don't know. Said Sucky. The last thing I saw, he walked off after telling me to fuck off. Sucky was ever so worried. Where oh For where Struff. is Tom? We're supposed to be going to Laser Quest. Scruff said, "You're a fucking idiot. You always do this, sucking."
0: I've missed laser quest as well because I had to fucking. Oh, you know what? They put one of those silver blankets around me. Oh, nice, nice. It was like one of the coolest moments of the whole day. Yeah, like the police sat me down. About you know, had to go at me and shit. Uh, We had to call my mum on like a guy called. I think his name was Pete Brooks or something. He had like. Why uh, do we need his name? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, we we just... to... <laughs> tell me what pete brooks
0: is tell me what his role is in this story pete okay. brooks was like the cool leader so he was the one he didn't wear all the... <laughs> he didn't wear all the scout garb okay. he would wear like a puma hoodie and like a pair of sort of like boot cut jeans yeah. and a pair of sort of like so i uh, what i through. would
1: imagine is scruff and sucky fucking hated him
0: <laughs> yeah 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 because yeah. pete brooks had gone uh, he was driving the min- minibus yeah. he got in front and i remember them sort of like you know yeah I remember Sucky just for a long time after that. He, I, I, I don't know if he left the scouts because after that, I, I sort of never really went back. It was sort of. Uh, like, so do, you know.
1: How do you feel about the fact that you made me feel so guilty about asking someone that didn't want to be at six one to leave, whereas you made a scout leader cry and leave the profession?
0: <laughs> I don't think he left. I think he, I, I never went back. Like I remember there was a moment where he looked at me and I looked at him. And there was a knowing nod, like, well, oh, it's just like, look, you, know, you, I, I'm pretty sure you rolled me down the hill with, like, your fucking couple of your goons. Do you know what I mean? Like, Paul Wood and maybe Dork. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, so, yeah. There was there was a mutual, like, I think... So, you, so you've,
1: you've wrong... It's not respect. I'll tell you that. It's not respect. So you've wrongly sort of... You've made up this fantasy that Sucky's the one that pushed you down the hill, and you've held this vendetta. You've then, the next day, told him to fuck off and then run away to Bristol and made him cry and yeah, have to well, phone your mum and dad.
0: I No, I didn't plan it all out like that. That's just how it played out. Right. And the, then and then the you would is... and then
1: you would have gone, Oh my god, I can't believe you found my parents, you grass. Oh my god, I
0: thought I respected you. You know what? My, my dad was actually pretty impressed I found all my way to Bristol man.
1: Yeah, dads do that, don't they? They sort of like yeah. when you when it you t- like... when you tell them about an argument you had with a teacher, my daddy's school, oh, I thought you got the better of them there. Well done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my dad was well, I, you know that weird thing of like considering I've been gone missing, missing for like four and a half hours. Neither of my parents are that worried. There was apparently a police helicopter out looking for me, but I am not too, too sure how that true that is. No. But it was, yeah, that's a hell of a story. It's a hell of a yeah, story. Man. I haven't even thought about that moment for a long time until yesterday when I saw a group of scouts. Mm. Wait, uh, oh yeah, oh. did you like sort of reminisce? No, no, no. I dib dip dub them. What is dip dip dub dub? Three fingers. That's dip dip dub dub. Actually, yeah, I tell you what. Yeah, I, you know this is right. So I remember in my scout uniform, me and a couple of my pals. Uh, my dad was dropping us off to scouts one time, and a group of lads in another car like pulled alongside us some traffic lights. And the, this guy did the dip dib dob, dob and then went into two fingers like that. Uh, that's right. That's such a sick. My,
1: that's such a sick move.
0: And my dad did exactly what you just did. I was sitting in the front of the car, his son, and this fucking like fucking nineteen-year-old boy, fucking smoking a fag, went. <laughs> and <we're done> <laughs> do you remember do you remember like the feeling of like when you saw kids who were just like that bit older or tougher than you mm. and like which was in my case sort of like a caller, which is every other kid yeah like i remember like, lucky you of, like, every
1: other kid someone's doing all right <laughs> no every other kid like every other kid oh, right. every other kid yeah. i thought you meant every other kid no, like one no 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 every other okay. kid like
0: and also, I was like so much taller, and th- I was this tall, like rakish boy, right? Yeah. So like, I'd sort of turn up with like, like you, and a group of little mates, and you'd sort of like go in, and you go, "Oh yeah, after school, let's go and get some fish and chips." That vibe, and I just used to like dread it because I'd know that someone in there, and it could be anyone from a an age range, right, of about nine to about twenty five, who would pick on me at that time. Really? I was fit. Yeah, I was fair game for like older boys.
1: Yeah. Quite a lot of the time. Um, yeah. It was... Before we get into emails, I just want to tell you about something embarrassing that happened to me at the weekend. Oh, no. Um, Saturday night, um, it was my first day off in quite a long time. Yeah. So I went out in Crawley. Boys night? Yeah. Boys night, yeah. And uh, so we went out. I was having a nice night. I was getting quite drunk, probably too drunk, I would argue, for sort of. You know and you feel like it's getting away from you a bit? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the people I was with, they said, like, let's go to this. There's this new bar. I don't know how new it is, anyway. We turn up at this bar. What's it called? Medusa's in Crawley, right? So, Oh, my God. What? Isn't it
0: funny that even since the 90s, like, like, someone's called it Medusa's. And the the funniest thing is,
1: I went to Medusa's from a bar called Octopus. It's classic. Who comes up with these names? I don't know. Anyways. You know what I call a bar? The Ridge. The Ridge? The Ridge. Yeah. Mm. I think that's a cool name. You for sort of said that as a mic drop moment, but uh, it's better than Medusa, I, I guess. You know I mean? Yeah, I, right. Hey, Ron, where are you going tonight? The Ridge. Oh wow,
0: sounds cool. Never heard of a bar called that before.
1: Were, were, had you ever heard of a? Oh, actually, Medusa is probably nine of them. I yeah, Medusa so. is like a probably nine a of them in South East London.
0: I reckon, yeah, I reckon like, it's such an easy name to. Yeah, I actually think people like that. I think there should be a vetting process when you go to like, like, basically go to wherever you go to a town council or whatever, and you go. I oh, setting up a new
1: bar in town. What are you calling it? Medusa's. Sorry. No. Yeah. Come up with a better Wrong name on it. Wrong vibe. Yeah. Anyway, they were very nice to me in Medusa's. Uh, so I turned up and the security comes, The guy, the, one of the guys at the door comes over to me and goes, you're and Ranganathan. He said, don't worry. Thanks so much for coming. We'll look after you. This very rarely happens to me.
0: All right? uh, yeah. Can I just say, well, going back, another sign that you are a big face in Crawley. I know that you were down on Crawley, like, like
1: how people thought of you. It shows that in Crawley, people love you. Okay, fine. We, I mean, we've got we've got different interpretations of that, but all right. So anyway, so he gets me inside, and he speaks to like some guy, security guy inside, and he goes, "We're going to get you a table. Like, we'll get it sorted, right?" So, how did you feel at this
0: very moment, by the way? I bet you're big pimping,
1: right? No, I, I listen. It's genuinely, I feel how I imagine you would feel at this stage, which is you're very grateful for this happening. But you're also quite embarrassed about it. Do you know what I mean because it's sort yeah, of like, yeah.
0: But your friends are all like, "Oh, cool! We haven't got a stand." Oh, well,
1: I think in those situations, your fr- the people you're with are always much more delighted than you are that this is yeah, 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 of course, of course, right? of course, course. Anyway, I-, I walk up and the guy goes, "Just wait here. We'll get you a table and a set." And I just get handed two drinks. Wow! And then I walk, and, the- and the guy goes, "Right, come with me. We'll take you to your table." So he's walking me through this bar. As I'm walking towards the table, I don't know what happened. If it's a step or something like that, I clip my heel. And fall flat on my fucking face in front of the entire bar. Face Faceplant. Did your face touch the ground? Mate, I got a fat lip. Oh, my God. I was lying fully. <laughs> I, was, listen, I was lying fully. Were your drink still in your hand? Yeah, empty. That's how oh fucking my. mad I'd gone down. So I was lying fully on my front with two empty glasses in my hand. And then obviously, like, the staff at Medusa's <laughs> fucking freaked out. I got fucking helped up like a nana. Oh no, that's the worst
0: bit. That's the worst bit. Man down, man down. (laughs) Oh, like some Uh, fucking 18 year old fucking ripped guy fucking helping you to your feet. I
1: used to be my teacher at school. Yeah. Oh god, it's so embarrassing, man. So anyway, (laughs) Medusa says, I'm sorry about that that happened, man. Did how did you stay after that? So I went to the table and I sat down. I, pro- I put my hood up. I was wearing a hood. I put my hood up and I sat there for about 10 minutes just processing what had just happened. I wanted to leave. But then one of my mates said to me, I don't think a lot of people saw. And because I was drunk, I was just like, okay. Did you put your hood down after that? Yeah, of Why course I fucking did. To cover my face, because I was so embarrassed. I just sat like in the fetal position in the corner of the thing, just so humiliated. Did you, any tears or? No. But I woke up the next day, I had a fat lit. Elbow bruised. I've got a graze down the side of my thigh. Oh, mate.
0: Yeah, it's bad. At one point, like, you genuinely went from, like, sort of, like, the cool guy in any Kevin Hart movie to being, like, just bong. Yeah.
1: I think it's a valuable life lesson for me. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, I actually just think it's... You know what? In in, What happened in those 10 minutes is essentially just a whole fucking circle of life.
1: Yeah, 100%. You know, the moment that you're feeling at your most high... Be careful, Icarus. Yes, because it could all come tumbling down.
0: Like that, it's a very Icarus moment mm. for the fucking flying close to the sun. Flew too close to Medusa's to, sun. Like, if anyone didn't have any time to sit through like the whole of the Lion King, you could have filmed what
1: happened to you and people could just watch that. Yeah, I, sh- I suppose so. Yeah, uh, it's <clears> almost <throat> impossible to know how to respond to what you've just said. Well, no, I actually how is actually that? Actually how thinking- is that? How is that anything to do with the Lion King? No, I just think, right, look, let's just play it out as yeah, if it sure. was a film. So no, I'd love to right? hear this explanation. No, no, no. But w- w- why is this, why is what happened to me there like the Lion King? I'd love to know.
0: Right. I'm just going to break it down for you, okay, right? Okay, You're walking down through Crawley. right? You've just left right. Octopus. So right? who am I? Uh, you're probably like the Lion, the main Lion The king.
1: Lion in the Lion King. Wh- what's who is name? the main Lion? Well, who is the main Lion in your eyes? Oh, mate, uh, I can't even remember his name. Right, right, so have you seen the Lion King? Not for a long time. Okay. I don't remember all that.
0: I don't remember some fucking friends of mine's like fucking girlfriend or kids' names. I remember a lion I've n- never even properly met. Mustafa? <laughs> no, Mufasa. Mufasa. Yeah. There we go. And M- who's who's the other lion?
1: Mustafa the lion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. So you're walking through Crawley High Street, right? right?
1: Like Mufasa.
0: Yeah. Right. You've got a bit of a bounce about you, mm-hmm. and you're thinking you you had a good night in octopuses, right? Yeah. One of your friends turns around and goes, "Oh, mate." Maybe we should try out Medusa's. And you're like, oh, yeah, my dreams. We'll never get in there. Not on a bloody Friday night. Mm. Right? And they're like, oh, let's just give it a try. It's worth it if we can. Right? You get to the door of Medusa's, right? You're like, bloody queuing for ages. Right? You walk in. Then the guy goes, oh, my God, Rommish Ranganathan. Let's get you a table. Elation begins. Right? Mm. Circle of life starts playing. Right? like someone else scurries over and goes Mr Ranganathan your favourite drink I believe and you are wow look at this very nice two tequila sunrises right oh, you then march,
1: such a dick
0: you, you mar- you're marching through or bouncing through the nightclub right yeah, yeah. Every, like music's playing, everyone's yeah. looking, going, oh my God, Reagan Nathan's here and he's got a table. You're nodding at people. I'm sure you've got a swag on, right? Circle of Life is hitting its, like the song is hitting, like Elton John's eating. C- right? uh,
1: actually, J- JT, then, JT, can you drop this in,
0: please? Thank you. Yeah, so JT, Circle of Life is playing, Reagan Nathan's nodding, takes a sip of his tequila sunrise and bang, <laughs> Falls down. Mm. And that's the Circle of Life right there okay adulation to the inferiority
1: of landing flesh planted listen i think you told it very well it doesn't chime with any of the themes of the lion king but (laughs) but fine (laughs) can
0: i just ask one thing when the people picked you up right Mm. did they pick you under your arms or did anyone get you for the back like your belt
1: loops no no it was was under the arms but it was like really (laughs) like you it was like helping up the elderly
0: oh no that's the bit I'd love to have seen out of everything.
1: Because the thing is, I think there would have been a bit more dignity if I'd have just if they'd have gone out. He can just get himself up. But it was like oh. it was like they they were so panicked that they just sort of helped me to to my feet. Did you
0: skid at all on the floor? Yeah, just
1: like a yeah, no. Like my feet went out from underneath me. Oh
0: god! Oh, you know what? Can I just say this? And I. I hope in the way that there isn't, but I also hope there is. If anyone in producers listens to this... Tom, and Tom CCTV, I know what you're going to say.
1: Do not fucking... C- do not. Do if not. there's
0: CCTV of this event, um, obviously we'll be very private with it, but just um, get in touch and send it in just if there is CCTV. Just so we know. <laughs> Probably no one from producers even listens yeah. to this. Okay.
1: time to do emails time to do emails we're a bit late into this before we do the emails um or the actual email proper emails i just want to talk about one that the swan didn't highlight but i have read and 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 sort of instigated reacted to and i just want to share this with you all right because i think this might be a game changer okay now it's from billy patel okay yeah uh Do you remember we were talking about using our phones too much? Yeah. I'm just going to read this email and I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the details of this. I am definitely going to put the details of this on our Instagram because I genuinely think it's, well, it has been a game changer for me so far. Okay. So, uh, hi Tom, Rom and Lisa, a few pods ago, you talked about your excessive use of your mobile phone. I wanted to tell you about my journey over the past two years. Like you, I was also hitting big numbers when it came to daily phone usage. Often, I'd be somewhere between five to ten hours a day. How I got any work done is anyone's guess. I decided to tackle this. What a lot of people may not know is that apps are designed to be addictive in the way recreational drugs are designed to be addictive. The whole user experience, noises, colours, look, and general feel of an app isn't decided on what looks pretty. It's based on what will trigger an emotion in your brain to make you want to pick up your phone. The amount of money spent on making apps addictive is eye-watering. The effort and science applied to app design and development is drawn from years of neuroscience and human behaviour studies made by research labs and universities. One way we can undermine these addictive properties, and I was cynical about this when I read this, okay, and this may seem too simple to believe, is to grayscale your phone. I stumbled across a lot of the fact that a lot of the big app developers have their phones grayscaled. By making your phone black and white, you take the colours that apps use to trigger that addictive emotion and remove them from the equation. I did this two years ago, and I'm currently averaging less than 60 minutes a week in total. Okay? Wow. Now, he, he then goes into details about how to grayscale your phone. It's very easy. And then in the email, he talks about how you can do it so that if you press the power button three times, it turns your phone black and white, right? And then you can turn the color on when you want to look at something. Okay, I did this three days ago, Tom. It works. It really? It works.
0: I'll do it now.
1: So what do you do? To okay. press the- go into settings. Yeah. Open accessibility. Yeah. Open display and text size. Yeah. Open color filters. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah. Enable color filters. There's a little switch yeah. thing, switch on, and then select grayscale. Oh, my God. And then, yeah. It's black and oh white. My God. Okay. So then, if you go into settings, open accessibility, open accessibility shortcut, and select color filters, you'll be able to turn grayscale off and on by hitting the power button three times.
0: Hold up. Accessibility.
1: Accessibility shortcut.
0: Oh, where's the shortcut? Oh, accessibility. Got it.
1: And then select color filters. Yeah. Okay. And then come out of that and then press your power button three times. You can turn the color on and off on the phone. Oh, my God. That, that, Tom, it works, man. I, I, When you have it on black and white, I don't know what it is. You turn your phone, you look at it, and then you put it down straight away. I, I don't know why that is, man. It's incredible, man. It's incredible. I think we ha- we have maybe the Wolf of Now's biggest
0: hero, Billy Patel. Uh, uh, i gonna actually cry a little bit thinking about Billy mate, Patel. Billy the, Patel the...
1: Can I take first of all the trouble he went to to send this email? Secondly, I, mate, you've you've made my last three days. I've not been addicted to my phone for the first time in I don't know how long. It's incredible, wow. incredible.
0: It's incredible to think that right now, wherever Billy Patel is he doesn't know it or no one around him knows what an impact he's made mm-hmm. on people's lives. Yeah. You know he what he is. He's like, maybe he's like, you know, almost like Batman or Spider-Man. He's done something incredible, which isn't a part of his normal life. His normal life. He's just getting about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I th- I think if you're listening to this podcast and you've got trouble with phone addiction, join, join us all in just like a little toast towards Billy Patel.
1: Um, I'm going to, um, on the Instagram after we, this goes out, I'm going to put the instructions up on our Instagram. Um, And obviously I'll credit Billy, but Billy amazing. Thank you so much, bro. Really appreciate it. You're a G Bill.
0: You're a G Billy. Uh, Billy, if you, when you hear this, if you've got
1: Instagram, let me know and I'll tag you in our thing.
0: How could you follow that, that sweet
1: Billy? Well, we, you know, we've had some help now. It's time for us to help some other people. Um, exactly. uh, Okay. This is from the obese sloth. Uh, good evening. Uh, The obese sloth here. Hopefully you've got time to read this email out as I'd like some help and I'm not sure who to turn to. Uh, Also, just to say cracking job with the swan uh, choosing the emails. The pod should be renamed the wolf owl and swan. Go fuck yourself, mate. Um, Okay, anyway. I've got one brother and I'm a newish uncle. I absolutely love my nephew. He's like a nephew, brother and friend all in one. The question I have, and sorry it's long-winded, but my wife and I have been putting money away each month for the first two years of his life to hand him a deposit or money to go away with travelling or to buy a car on his 21st birthday. Are we right to do so? We don't have kids. And we won't be having any going forward. Is this an awkward thing to do or nice? Any help would be amazing. Uh, love you three. Take care and have a great Christmas when it comes around. The sloth. Um,
0: yeah, number one, I'm not even going to trivialise and call you the obese sloth uh, or even the sloth because I think, you know, it actually pains me that we don't know your name because you seem like an absolute G. And, um, you know, being very honest and, and uh, I've been in your situation where you know, I have nieces and nephews and uh, me and Catherine have been in a similar situation with, you know, not looking at um, potentially for one reason or another having children of our own. So nieces and nephews do become that little bit more uh, sort of prevalent and a bigger thing in your life. Uh, and I think the thing that you and your your missus are doing is is a really beautiful, beautiful act. So I can't see anyone will ever have any problem with that at all, if it's anything, it's nothing but a truly lovely act that two very, very kind people are. And I think, you know, your, your nephew's a very, very, very lucky young man. to to have the both of you in his life. And I think when, when you hand that over, I think it will be an incredible, uh, incredible feeling for all of you. And I think, yeah, you know, hopefully he, he uses that money for, for something, you know, as it's intended. He does not go buy by like a really cruddy old car or something. He, he uses it to travel, gain life experience. But, um, yeah, I th- uh, yeah, I I think that's just an amazing thing that you're doing. Um, and and pick yourself a better name because you deserve one. Like, the a beast sloth. I th- I think you know, I I would gladly be able to call you like the wolf cub, or the cheetah, or yeah, something like that. Because you yeah, know, actually, the cheater's not very good. That that sounds awful actually. No, but the, but you
1: know what? I think <laughs> it it says a lot about your ego that somebody that you've got such high regard for you you bestow upon them your own name. <laughs> Yeah, You sorry. know, what? I think you're great enough to be uh, named after me. So congratulations. Um, <laughs> I totally agree with Tom. You, you're doing a wonderful thing. Do not feel guilty for a, a moment. It's uh, it's a great thing to do. And um, I, I don't know, like Tom's saying, I hope you spend some money in the right way. I do think that's a tricky thing. Just get, Basically, what I would do is I'd try and distance yourself from what he's going to spend. Obviously, if he went and spent the money on like drugs or some shit you would be worried but like what the point of, i can't believe i said that but the point i'm trying to make is uh if you give the money i've i've seen it happen in the past where people have given people money and they're not being happy with how they spent it and then that's caused a little bit of, of, of beef or grief or whatever you want to call it so um you have to sort of give that money without any kind of ties do you know what i mean and just be happy that you've given them the money and that you know what if he's anything like his uncle he's going to spend that on something truly wonderful You're absolutely right if he's uh if he's anything like his uncle the wolf cub uh, yeah he's gonna be absolutely fine so good luck mate you're 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 a, you're a kind thank you're thanks for writing in well wow.
0: yeah. do you know off the bounce you know two wonderful wonderful emails just showing that the
1: level of humanity out there really are it restores your faith sometimes mm. Mm. um it really does okay so this is from the frozen jaguar wow mm. wow uh well, gr- people are really really thinking about his names I really yeah, they are. That. They really
0: are. it makes me and you seem awfully lazy what do you mean Oh, the wolf and owl, like the frozen
1: jaguar. So, okay, if, you, your if, you're, if you're able to rebrand, what would you go for now, then? Probably the firewolf. The firewolf? Yeah. Well, that sounds like what a really... Well, the be. learned owl. You could be the learned... Or the bookish owl. The bookish owl and the firewolf. She sounds like quite a good children's book, that. Yeah, she does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay yeah, like away from me, firewolf, always. said the bookish owl. If you get any closer, my books will catch fire. And you know how I Don't need them for my knowledge.
0: Don't worry about your books. Worry about our lives. They're for living, not for reading. But
1: it, it's only through reading that you really learn how to live your life fully, Firewolf.
0: Oh, you silly bookish oaf. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I think I suspect... How we, do you I, think I, books I, are written? You know, actually, that's the thing, that books aren't written through writers.
1: They're written through people who lived. What are you talking What? Right. This is... Do you know what? That is so dog shit. You should put that on Instagram as like one of those profound quotes. I think it's true. What's though. an absolute load of crap you've just said? Scott just, of the
0: Antarctic's written one of the best books ever, right?
1: Yeah. And once he writes a book, he becomes a writer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know. But he, yeah, but he's not just a writer who's no, like, oh, sure. oh, yeah. That's why I think like people who go to study like lit, being a writer sometimes fall flat on their face because they've not done enough like adventures and stuff.
1: Okay. All right. It's just, it's just you're right you're right jk rowling why don't she try why don't you try actually go into wizard school before you start writing these I stories mean there's more thoughts to jk rowling than we can get into than just <laughs> yeah, let's best. not. this ain't that podcast <laughs> but anyway uh just want to start off by this is the frozen jaguar back to the frozen jaguar uh just like start start off by saying i'm enjoying the podcast you both always make me chuckle question for you both do you have a morning routine and if so has your morning routine changed over the years especially during the pandemic for instance, my morning routine is to journal three things I'm grateful for. Wow. Then do some meditation for five to ten minutes, then do a quick workout or morning walk. I find this makes my day start off positively and alleviates any anxiety before I start or go to work. Also a tip for reducing story, snoring. Use a mouth tape. A good book to read about this is Breath by James Nestor. Highly recommended. I've Keep read it.
0: Breath. Breath's incredible. Mm.
1: Keep up Amazing. the good work. Regards frozen jaguar.
0: Uh, I need to know about this mouth tape because my snoring has got out of control, bro. Is it really? Oh, it's getting worse. Mm. And you know what? I brought those snoring tapes that you put across your nose. Yeah. but I'm a, what, I'm I a think mouth that's what he's snoring. talking
1: about. Oh, this is mouth tape.
0: Yeah. Oh, mouth I need tapes. to look into that. I'm going to have a little look into that. Yeah. My morning routine is, yeah, far, more, far quite similar to the ice Jaguars in a sense. I wake up. I don't actually write down three things that I'm grateful for. Maybe I should start doing that. Uh, I'll have a little, uh, I'll have a proper little workout, uh, whether that's boxing or hit some weights. And I'll take the dog out. Uh, usually try and get about two, three miles in the bank, uh, come back. I'll always have an espresso when I wake as well. No matter what, I'll always hit up an espresso because that's the way I roll. Uh, I get back and I'll have my breakfast. Um, and then, yeah, then I look at, up to the sky and go, well, what's this? Another adventure, old friend?
1: Who are you talking to there?
0: Sort of the. I don't know. Into the sky, yeah. Also, yeah, souls of, of the departed. I guess in a sense. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, obviously, in that in the midst of that as well, it's probably a big shit as well. Yeah,
1: let's be absolutely honest. Um, my morning routine, um, uh, Frozen Jaguar. I wake up. Uh, I either go for a session of PT or a run. Uh, I then come back. I have started doing a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit of meditation. Actually, I've been using the
0: Meditating is incredible, especially with this. I
1: was so cynical silent about silent mode. What's that? This is a silent mode. Genuinely, This is a game changer. Okay, T- tell us about it because uh, yet again, I-, I can't believe I have to explain it to you. We are on an audio podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. So this goes around your face, right, yeah. and your ears. It dulls all your senses. Yeah, yeah. All the way up. Right. That Surprise, goes around there. It dulls all that. Your- go yeah. That was all your senses. Yeah. Right. And there's also earpieces in it. So you play through some, you know, soft sounds or whatever, or Mm. like a little bit of a meditation vibe. Yeah. Get your breathing on reg. Yeah. Mate, it's genuinely incredible.
1: How much did that cost?
0: Uh, I think they've got them on Motors, about £100.
1: And how often are you using it?
0: I use it quite a lot. Do you know why? Because I have ADHD, yeah. so meditation can be quite difficult for me. I end up. And do you like, think?
1: Uh, do you think you'll store it on? Uh, eventually, store it on top of or next to the air fryer. <laughs> Mate, the air fryer is now living at my sister's house.
0: <laughs> my, my, my sisters, and you know what? My sister, yeah. by the way, Loves I'll it. put some. Yeah, she. I'll put some pictures. She did some chicken drumsticks the other day. They're incredible. She's like cooking up an absolute storm in it. So how does like that make like, you know, feel? Because like, the
1: reason you gave it away is because you said
0: it doesn't make things nice. It's a pretty much it's my whole life in a fucking nutshell. I make an absolute fucking balls up or something. I'm no good with it. And then my sister turns around. It's like fucking learning to drive or anything. My sister turns up and absolutely fucking leathers it and smashes it out of the park. Mm. And then my dad's going, yeah, best cook it up. But We're going around there. Just We're going around to your sister's just to have food on the air fryer. The last time he was around here I tried to use it. I gave him some dank fucking chips. It mm. weren't really any good for anyone. She's like she's doing three course meals in the air fryer.
1: Yeah. I thought it would be a funny joke, but it turns out it's taken you down quite a dark alley, so I regret <laughs> that slightly. Um <laughs> <laughs> Where else is your morning routine, Ramsey? I'd take a shit. Yeah. I tell you what I did the other day. I have I told you this story that I took a... I did I have told you this story, haven't I? That I... I weighed myself before and after a shit. Oh, yeah, did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I have a coffee as well. Yeah. Espresso. Um, I'll tell you what else I'll be doing. I, I, I drink two glasses of water. Mate, essential.
0: I I, just, I forgot, I left that out. I didn't know we were going to be that rigorously detailed, but mm. I, as soon as I wake up, I quaff a pint of water. Yeah. Yeah. Get that done.
1: Uh, and then that's it. Sort of start. I, I try. I've been trying to do as much of the, trying to drop. Uh, our eldest off at school every day, I have a little chat with him because he's got to the age now where um, he's not into chatting to us. No, he's not, in, not, not into chatting to us. He will not volunteer to chat to us. But if you do talk to him, he's very chatty. So I, tr- I try and grab those opportunities as much as I can because I know that we're on the cusp of him probably hating us for a few years, as all teenage boys do. Yeah. So I'm trying to get as much magic time in as I can before he resents my very existence. For a few I don't years. think
0: you ever will, man. I think Teenagers a do, though, animators. don't they? Like, te- yeah, but also what you've got to remember is a lot of that is like we talk a lot about. You know, I think you know girls go through some like pretty big changes that I think are quite evident. And we, you know, but boys go through stuff, and I think it's that's usually just finding themselves. And it's like I don't think you should ever contemplate that as being from a he- he- like a place of hate or a place yeah, yeah, yeah. of like.
1: I, I, but you say like, that because you know what? I, what?
0: I, when he needs you, you're the first place he'll come.
1: Yeah, but I was I was horrible to my mum as a teenager. Yeah, I was horrible to both
0: my parents, but that was because I hated myself. Mm. I I was I was like I generally used to struggle with my own social standing, in own way that uh, I same
1: same. But the 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 thing is, is like um, I just think to myself, my mum, like you know, my dad was my my dad was a great dad, but like he wasn't around around then as much as my mum was. He wasn't around at all at that time. But like my mum was like you know a great mum like she, you know she did a lot for us and yet still i was horrible like you know i was rude to her and you know why you, were? Just-
0: you know because it's an unconditional love and like what what's happening into it you, with your life right with everywhere else you're going as like a young person who wherever you are in life mm. right is like you're constantly there's a fear that nothing is real no like friendships are very very fragile at that time you'll fall in and out of yeah, yeah. You're... You know, your social standing can change on a sixpence or whatever right so for the whole of your existence at that time you know, you got you know, you are entering a stage where school goes from being quite a sort of like jovial fun thing or whatever like to becoming actually like oh right these exams going to make make mean everything for the rest of your life all mm. these big changes come into your life right and then you're trying to fucking act on that and you're trying to work out what's going on the only thing that you have is a sort of like rock that is always there is if you're lucky is a parent right Mm. so that parent you can take out all of your worry and all of your angst you'll you'll always do that no matter where you are in life you'll usually always do that to the person you love the most and that you can rely on
1: yeah
0: at the end of the day will love you for that so it will come man but yeah you just got to know that that's why it's there and that's why it's happening thanks babe thank you so much anytime baby um and if you want, yeah. I know that our love is unconditional. So if you want to sort of like call me up and be all like Mardi and stuff and be like that boy that we spoke to about, a callback to the boy at the beginning of the
1: podcast we talked about, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we will do. Tommy. Yeah. Before we get into your close of the show. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do the announcement? Yes. So after much
0: ado about nothing, um, I had to get a Shakespeare reference in. You always um, do. You always do. <laughs> my least favourite writer. Uh, <laughs> fucking how overrated was that guy? Jesus. Yeah. Genuinely I've said this, I think, on here, and I've said it on a number of things. Yeah. You know, he wrote 5,000 plays, right? Yeah. I think if, like, the guys who did my bins wrote 5,000 plays, five or ten of them would be any good. Mm. Yeah. Like, well, it, you know, wrote... you're
1: insulting both Shakespeare and the guy that does your bins there, sort of suggesting <laughs> that he's the absolute lowest of the low.
0: No, no, he just isn't like writing. No, he okay. hates it. He hasn't even got a computer. Sure. Um, <laughs> do
1: you know what you should do for Christmas? You should get him a computer. I might get him a laptop. Yeah. would be Terrible if he didn't use it. He just sold it. I bought my mum a laptop. She fuck it. Never uses it. Never really? uses it. Yeah. Like you I know, I, I went round there the other day because she 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 couldn't work out how to pay her road tax right online. Yeah. So I said, so let me do it. And I I I said, where's your laptop? She got the laptop. It was like collecting dust in like, the corner of the room somewhere. And I booted it up, and it sort of chugged to life as if it had not been touched with any kind of love for such a long time. And then she started getting annoyed at me because I was sort of making jokes about how little she'd used it. I said, I'm glad I got you this. What, I might as well just set fire to a load of money. She's going, why are you saying this? Don't be so horrible. But she hasn't used it. It's a massive waste of
0: <laughs> Anyway, I digress. Yeah. So, coming in a very near future, we are dropping our first... Smasharoons, tell them son wolf and owl merchandise oh be lim- shit yeah, and they are we'd be, we'd be working with some sweet 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 artists for these things Yeah. so there'll be a limited run of them Um, just because how you know, many Tom both, tell them tell them louder I for think we're those we're gonna in the back early doors because we're, we're generally we're both as we are as people and if you're listening to this podcast we, we think that there probably won't be that much appetite so no. be 50 hoodies 50 t-shirts yeah I mean, if they don't go, then mine and Ramesh's march is pretty much going from boots and boot sale to boot
1: sale, sale. We're basically going to have to sell them for the fabric.
0: <laughs> so that's why i anticipate and, and Ramesh, they're sweet designs, y'all.
1: Yeah, we, we look, okay, genuinely, Tom and I have t- like back and forth about this quite a lot because we want to get it right. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. we think they're good. You might agree, you might not, but we said we were going to get merch out. We, we we're men of our word and just nine short months after we initially said we were going to do this we're able to bring you some merch so yeah there
0: you go. and 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 here's the thing I th- i'm hoping i'm hoping all being worthy, well these will be dropping for christmas yeah. so uh we've just got to work out i mean that can take another nine months working out how we how we sell i it. mean if anyone's got any, any any ideas of how we actually sell yeah, these please do, do. Cause
1: yeah. I, I saw like you, we could probably sell it via the instagram i think Let's figure it out. Yeah, maybe maybe this is a conversation for not on the podcast. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, the merch is coming out very, very and it's soon.
0: Sweet, sweet. I think we have hopefully we'll we'll have a little. We'll have a sample that we can. Do you to, keep you pressing? Your,
1: do you keep pressing your spacebar or something? What what is going no, on? No, no,
0: I've got this. What what is it? It's like a little thing that you use when you play golf to put your putter down.
1: Okay, so why is it? Why am I seeing it and hearing it now? Because
0: I've got ADHD, I, whenever I'm talking about really serious stuff like merch, I always need something to, sure, as a comfort. Sure. Yeah, I'm hoping
1: this is the thing is going to take you over the top, and you will. Have, you better stop doing comedy, don't <laughs> you? This merch life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tommy D, do us the honour of taking us out of this ting. Yo, the life of a
0: leaf. Yeah, some people will look upon the trees that they're walking past right now. They'll stare up. And I will look at sometimes empty branches or branches where the leaves are crispy and almost ready to fall off and think, oh, oh well, that's pretty cruddy. doesn't look as beautiful as it usually does. And then maybe your head will go around to thinking about that leaf as it's laying on the floor, thinking when it was its pomp and it was all green and it was all valued and you're like, oh, look at the lusciousness of that sweet, sweet tree and the leaf that lay atop it. But do me a favor, walk over now to one of those leaves wilting on the grass or on the pavement. And if it's if it's right, just tread upon it, and there will be a crunch beneath your foot that is epic, and it feels incredible. What's the meaning? What does this all mean? I'll tell you what it means, guys. It means that sometimes you're fluctuating in you're in blossom and everything in your life feels pretty goddamn right. And you think, yeah, I've got this. I'm the king of everything or the queen of everything. And then for one reason or another, you know, the blossom wilts and the sun goes in and you start to think, well, maybe I'm on the road out. And as your leaf falls from that tree and you hit the pavement, and you think, well, that's it then. Always remember, you've got one more crunch in you. There's one more smile to be brought from every leaf. It ain't over till it's over, guys. Go be a leaf.
1: Smile. You got this. Okay, interesting. Very nice, really yeah. nice words. Um, thank thank you. you so much, Tom, as Good always. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Uh,
1: thank you. thank you so much for listening to The oh, Wolf actually, can, I- can
0: I just mm. do one last thing? mm I'll put the link up uh, A friend of mine uh, Bobby Watson, he does an incredible charity right that he raises money um, in the local area to where we're from uh, that goes across from sort of Sutton Kingston Croydon all that area um, basically raising money for presents for kids who haven't got anything um, for uh, single parents and uh, women in hostels or whatever who, who can't afford there to buy their kids' Christmas presents. he's done it over the last four or five years off his own back. He's raised some amazing money. Um, he goes to hospitals and everything. Um, I'll, I'll put a link up, but genuinely, it's one of the most. Uh, yeah, I'm very passionate about it. Um, I'm probably going to be doing quite a lot of social stuff, socials about this. It's an amazing, amazing charity. So, um, if you can, uh, guys, have a look at it. And and like, I'm never one of those people to because I realise that money's tight and the uh, it's it's hard to to give anything. But genuinely, this is this goes to a really really good place. So uh, I'll put a link up on Wednesday. And um, have a look. And if you can donate anything, honestly, a little goes a long way. my guys.
1: Okay, guys. Thank you very, very much. Uh, much love to you and all of your kiss and kin. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time on uh, this little slice of life.
0: Um, you yeah, what I we call. should play
1: out in the honour
0: of uh, Billy Patel? Like a song about a hero.
1: Yeah, okay. Can we have... Uh... Who sang that song? The yeah. hero comes, comes along. Yeah, sure. The hero comes along with the strength to carry, to carry on, and I cast my fears aside.
0: Cause I thank know, God. Whatever. It, we'll just, yeah, yeah. Put that on. All right, cool. Jackson, peace out. You guys. Bye-bye.
1: Bye, bye. Bye.